Welcome into the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. And now, Kevin Ray. Welcome into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. I am your host. I'm here with Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host. And this show is brought to you by Mortgage Investors Group, MIGonline.com, 1-800-489-8910. Would love for you to connect with us. Uh, definitely appreciate the opportunity to have you into the show. Um, make sure that you guys check us out on the web as well. It's www.thehousinghour.com. Um, as well as you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Uh, just simply go to Google or go to the app store there for, um, for your iPhone and you can, you can download and subscribe to all of our shows. Um, and we're today, we're starting a series that is very important, especially to our community. Um, but the United Way is important to a lot of communities. But today we're talking about the United Way of Greater Knoxville. And we have two great guests that are going to help us to sort of know what they do and what the needs are. Uh, we've, we've launched the campaign. Ken Lowe from Scripps Network is the chair this year. Um, he's doing a tremendous job. Uh, really a great class act. He, everything that he has put on so far uh, for the United Way of Greater Knoxville has been top tier. Um, there's no doubt about it. Uh, Jimmy Cheek has big shoes to fill next year, certainly with um, him being the chair in the, in the next year. But in studio, we have with us, and we're going to first speak with uh, Mr. David Brace, the board chair, um, and he also works at the city of Knoxville. That's kind of his full-time job, but um, the United Way has meant a lot to you, David. Thank you so much for coming in. Yeah, it's great to be here. I appreciate it, Kevin. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Um, One thing I want to make sure that we all know is that the United Way is a program and it is developed as a hand up, not a hand out. That's one of the key principles that I love about the United Way. But I want you, David, first, because you're the board chair and you're the one who looped me in and said, hey, reached out to me and said, hey, you know, I know Chuck, you know, I, I know of the Mortgage Investors Group, which is where I work. That's my full time job. And uh, we want you to be a part of something special. So I want you to talk about what the United Way means to you and why you sort of got involved. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. And the United Way is a, a wonderful organization. A lot of people don't know the history. Mm. And so the United Way has been around uh, in America for 130 years. It actually started wow. in Denver, Colorado. There was a gold bust. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ben Landers is here. I know he's going to be on your next segment, but it was a gold bust. It, it actually didn't do well. The gold mm-hmm. panned out, and uh, a group of pastors uh, and local advocates came together. They raised $21,700 and then distributed that money uh, to 10 agencies in the uh, the Denver area. And that's basically what we do now. What When people ask, what does United Way do? We raise money, and then we invest that money through our partners into the community to make a difference and make an impact uh, for those that have need. And so I've been involved in the United Way, very fortunate to have uh, to work for a number of mayors. I currently work for Mayor Rojero, uh, run the Public Works Department. Like you said, I've known mortgage investors and Chuck and his son Dusty and you for a number of years. So it was great to reach out and uh, and really engage with you during this campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, but United Way, I've been involved for about 10 years. I'm currently the board chair. Very fortunate to work with about 40 other board members. We mm-hmm. have a very active board, great leaders, and uh, and we're excited about this campaign. And these are volunteer people. 
Absolutely. This, United that's Way what has, I love. Yeah, I mean, as volunteers, I think uh, United Way has an incredible staff. Ben Landers, Lauren Stewart, uh, Tyler Bolton, a number of incredible staff members. But much of our work, when people ask us what we do, much of our work is done through engaging volunteers to assess not only what we need in our community, but to support those organizations. So we raise money, and then we take that money through our volunteers, and we invest it based on our volunteers and the agencies that we partner with to make an impact in our community. Mm -hmm. So that's really the first thing we do. There's also a part of what we do that people don't always realize. We're also conveners. We mobilize volunteers. Um, We bring people together to engage. We try to be the pulse on what the issues are in our community. And we do that not only through our staff and volunteers, but working with our partner agencies. Mm -hmm. So I always want to lift up our partner agencies, the the 50 plus agencies we work with through 107 programs and that's really what it's all about, to fund those folks who are out every day making an impact in our community. Well, the video that was shown at the kickoff, um, I guess it was at uh, last week, um, it was amazing, the, the heartbeat, and you spoke about that, you know, the heartbeat of our community and the 52 agencies that the United Way serves. And I would love for you guys, let me plug the website, it's uwgk.org, so that's United Way of Greater Knoxville, so would just simply type in uwgk.org and you can go there and you can learn more about the agencies that are served and also learn more about the entire organization uh and really it's a great website you guys released a new website it's and when we talk to ben here in just a few moments we can get in a little bit more into that but for me a person who who thinks about websites a lot this is a good one this one is you're able to go to it and you're able to really get the information that you're looking for um but uh, David, the other thing too, when you first called me, of course I knew of the United Way. Mortgage Investors Group has always participated. We've always encouraged our employees to participate. And you look at the needs of a community and you look at what is it that we can do, let's say as a government, and then what can the people do? So you have those two engaging entities. And it is so important for people to understand that government cannot do everything, Right. Yeah, I mean, I think obviously I work in the public sector, and oh yeah, the, the market is a huge, is a huge part of meeting the needs of our community. The you know, I think the public sector is there to help provide the framework, and then mm. organizations, both private business, and we'll talk about that here in just a second, and then the nonprofit organizations that are out every day that absolutely know where where the uh, the need is in our community, and they can also go out and be really innovative in how they raise resources and volunteers, things that can be more difficult for the public sector. I do want to say that. Uh, I think uh, you know this, uh, and you mentioned it, Ken Lowe, who's the CEO of Scripps Networks Interactive, which mm-hmm. is an incredible employer, mm-hmm. global business here in Knoxville. Um, Mr. Lowe is just absolutely generous with his time and his staff and his team. He is actually the campaign chair this year, as you know. Mm-hmm. Our goal this year is $13,450,000. He announced that goal at the uh, the Mill and Mine the other day, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, And uh, we're excited cool. to get started on that. And so... Um, but yeah, why why should people give the United Way? You know, one of my fellow volunteers really summed it up. It's the United Way is like a mutual fund where you're investing not in a single issue. It's not feeding this group or dealing with opioid addiction or dealing with mental health issues. This is a mutual fund mm-hmm. that you're investing in our community to address many issues. All of the things I just mentioned. How do we help people maximize their potential? help the most people across the broad spectrum of our community. We've got three focus areas, education, income, and health. 
Those are the building blocks that United Way, our volunteers and United Way Worldwide have identified, and we evaluate those on a regular basis. But right now, we see those as the building blocks to a successful life. And so that's our goal is to uh, to raise money, engage the community and volunteers, get those dollars out where they can be impactful. And uh, we're excited to to be kicked off on that campaign. I'm looking over at Ben. He's mm-hmm. the CEO, executive. It's his job to make sure we meet mm-hmm. that goal along with myself and Mr. Lowe. Right. Uh, so uh, I have confidence in a lot of things in my life. And um, and maybe one of those things would be that this is going to be a successful campaign because I just have um, a feeling just just from my working with you guys, but also with Mary and Tyler and listening to having the opportunity to go out and listen to, you know, them make the call to organizations and, 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 and really just examining, you know, I'm, I'm sort of a skeptical person in yeah. general and just this sort of examining the heart of this organization. You know, you always want to know, well, what is it? What do they get out of it? You know, my, that's the way that my mind sometimes operates. You know, I have found just in my dealings thus far is that there is such a sincerity, sincere, genuine desire to help people. And that's one of the things I see on your website is we help people, you know, and, and I think we lose sight of, OK, we're giving money because, you know, it's the cool thing to do or we're getting involved in this charity because it's the cool thing to do. Everybody's doing it. We're going to get a sticker or we're going to get this, the recognition of that at the end of the day. The agencies, and we hope through this series of the United Way series, we're going to bring into you um, and speak with some of the agencies and let you get behind the curtain look at what these agencies are really doing. Um, but I think that, Dave, is sometimes it's what's lost is what is actually being executed. I mean, down to the very level of seeing Ken Lowe hold that child who was addicted to yep. drugs and what it is that that organization, that agency's doing. And so speak to that. You've been on agency tours before, but when you really get to to pull the veil back and look at what they're doing, it's amazing. Some of those things. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say this, I started my United Way journey volunteering when I was 19 and 20 years old during college at UT with the Knoxville rescue squad. They've been a long time United Way partner um, they still receive United Way funding. And that was really, as a young person, the first time I was engaged with a group that provided direct services to our community, Knoxville, Knox County, and received United Way funding. So I started my United Way journey with an organization, and I've kind of come full circle now where I'm board chair and mm. get to see the entire picture. But it's an incredible opportunity. Yeah. You mentioned our website. That is a great example of us trying to reach the next generation of donors. That's right. uh, These millennials need HD. You got it. That's what they need. We're going to continue this conversation with David. We're going to have Ben on here in just a little bit. Uh, Continue with us right here on the Housing Hour. We'll be right back. So here's to the chief sunglasses, Red Bull and minivans, people who had your back when the world didn't understand. Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. Again, this is Kevin Ray. I'm your host here with Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host. Mark, you're still over there, aren't you? I am here. Yes, he is. He's a great co-host and help us organize and 
do the things that we do. Thankful for him. Um, you can go to thehousinghour.com as well. We're going to have this show posted, and you can share that with friends and family. Uh, we have blogs throughout our site. We'd love for you to explore it. We call it the treasure trove of our information that we provide. We've done numerous series over the last five years that we've been in business and um, just grateful for the opportunity. Um, MIGonline.com mortgage investors group is the sponsor of this show and we're thankful for them as well. So we're continuing on here. We're talking about the United way of greater Knoxville and their campaign kickoff was a couple of weeks ago. Gosh, has it been that long already? Time is just flying. And the, the kickoff was really a culmination of, a lot of things, you know, we, the organization of the United Way has a really amazing management style and it's a volunteer centric type of style. And you have a lot of people involved. You have people on the cabinet for the campaign. And that's where my role is. And I'm really excited about working with Mary, Tyler, Tom and others. Um, and then you also have, of course, the chairperson, um, you have the board chair, which is David. He handles that aspect of it. And then you have Ben, who you're going to be hearing from. He's the CEO. So he's the chief executive officer of the United Way of Greater Knoxville and has been for the last 23 years. We're going to learn more about him in just a few. Um, but the way that the United Way works is really phenomenal because if you go down and let's just say you you know find someone who needs something through whatever that might be and you give them some money and you just don't know where that money might be going you really want to help and you're giving that money in earnest and you you really want to make a difference in that person's life or you know an organization who who is doing good for the community but may not have the same type of laser focus that some of these agencies have here's the deal and I'm going to have David go over it because I, I bet you he can explain it a lot better than me. The deal is, is that everybody wants to be accountable, whether they say that or not. People want to know, hey, what's expected of me? What do I need to do to earn the trust? What do I need to do to make the most impact? And David, that's really where the United Way differentiates itself. Talk a little bit about that. That's a big deal. Yeah, it's a huge deal. I think anytime that that Ben or any of our board members go to a business or an individual, um, those folks need to trust us that when we ask for resources, that those resources are going to be valued, Mm. that there is going to be oversight and proper management, and those dollars are going to be invested in our community. And so that trust is something that is unbelievably, I mean, it's just incredible. We have to keep that as a top focus for United Way. And one of our, when I talked about why give, one of the reasons folks should give is we try to set the bar for the nonprofit world, the 501c3s that are out there. And I'm actually looking at our, our 27 membership certification, and it's a form that uh, United Way uh, worldwide requires all over the local affiliates. So United Way of Greater Knoxville is an affiliate mm-hmm. of the worldwide group. And every year we go through the certification, the board chair, the chief executive officer, um, we review this, and it's everything from your IRS 990 form to your governance model. Do you have an active board? Have you performed an audit? So all of those best practices for a nonprofit, we review that annually. We lay that out before the board executive committee and the board to make sure they understand that we have a very high bar. Mm-hmm. We want folks to know that when they invest their dollars with the United Way, we are going to impact the community with those dollars, and we're going to have the highest standards for the community. And so. Yeah. Part of Ben's job is to make sure that happens. Part of the Mm. board's job, part of the campaign chair. And I think, uh, obviously, if you look at the history of who has campaigned 
chair for the United Way, Amy Miles with Regal, Ken Lowe with Scripps, the Haslams, Mr. Boyd mm-hmm. with Pet Safe. So the voice of the Vols. The voice of the Vols, mm-hmm. Mr. Kessling. Um just Pat Jim, Summit. Mr. Cheek, Dr. Cheek next year, Pat mm-hmm. Summit. Uh and so if you look at that history, I think it says a lot mm-hmm. about um the integrity of our organization. That doesn't mean we can ever sit back though. We always have to make sure that our governance structure. Part of my job on the board is to question Ben, mm-hmm. is to question staff, to look over those financial documents. Greg Merritt is our committee chair for operations and operations is really in many ways the behind the scene but they're looking at the audit they're looking at the books every month mm-hmm. where are we from a PL standpoint why did that line item change and so all of that happens through our board committee structures so we have a large board mm-hmm. 40 board members most of our work is done through committees and again our committees are uh, community engagement mobilization so the folks that are out there engaging our community, where are the needs, how are the nonprofits being supported, can we do better? Operations, again, is Greg Merritt, that's audit, finance. Uh, then uh, we look at uh, outcome-based investment. Those are the volunteers, about 100 volunteers, look at the needs in our community and make decisions about where we invest with our partners. So that committee structure is incredibly important. Those committees are staffed with United Way professionals, but all of the work that is done is done by volunteers, and I'm sure Ben will talk more about that. And that was where I was going because you have on the board people who are in business, including those individuals who have been very successful, not folks. I mean, hey, you got to have some successful people to run any organization, but that's where I think the United Way is able to keep their uh, management costs so low not to mention that you have individuals paying that right out of the gate. So you don't really even have that small percentage of operating expense because you have individuals that step up to the plate and take that off the table. So it's not even a concern. But then you have individuals like yourself. You know, I'm sure you're a modest guy. Um, I can tell that. But, I mean, you're, you're a, a guy who has a good business sense. You're going to have the ability to look at what Ben's doing and and make sure that it's it's looked at through the prism where it's going to be done in the most efficient way possible. And Ben wants that. That's what Ben wants, and that's why he set up the hierarchy as he has. You have attorneys, you have individuals on the on the board. They're not getting paid. Maybe they get a free lunch, maybe here and there, but you're not you're not going to have a salary that you have to deal with. But you're going to have the best of the best that are are reviewing it. Um, and then also another thing that I wanted to to talk about, and we're already at only five minutes left in this segment, um, and then David will have to go. But um, I thought about this uh, on the ride over here, and I remember something that Mary told me, and it was about you know some United Ways, and let's just get this out there. United Way of Greater Knoxville is its own entity. It's part of a bigger bigger comp organization, if you will. There's a United Way of Memphis. There's a United Way in different parts of our country. Of United Way of Greater Knoxville has its own niche in how it, it, it handles its agencies. And I'm going to let you, I'm going to tee it up for you. And then you, you tell me the rest of the story. Somebody who gives money to the United Way, they love the Emerald Youth Foundation, for instance, right? So what we do is we have the ability, we have certain programs that we have specifically engaged with our agencies about. So those are the ones we're looking at the financials. We're looking at how they're spending the money, what has been their growth, what has been their pros and their cons. Um, so talk about the difference between maybe how we do it and other organizations do it. Yeah, and I think that partnership 
uh, term is incredibly important. So when we engage a nonprofit, mm-hmm. you gave an example, Inward Youth Foundation. I'm looking at the list here. American Red Cross, Big Brothers, Big Sisters, Boy Scouts of America, Volunteer Ministry, Tennessee Achieves. So there's over mm-hmm. 50. When we engage in that partnership, it is an ongoing relationship. It's not a here's a check. Right. Every year, our volunteers check back in with that organization. We want to make sure that they are have the same type of 501c3 successful oversight, governance, uh, looking over from an audit perspective, making sure their financials are in place. So those volunteers stick with that organization mm-hmm. throughout that granting period. Uh, it's a three-year granting period. Mm-hmm. And so that oversight's incredible. I always like to look at uh, our committee structure. So when you look at the outcome-based investment committee, the volunteers that are engaged with the with the partners, the nonprofits that are doing the work in the field, Mm-hmm. You know, if I look at that, it, it may be an, a retired executive. It may be a 20 or 25 year old that's new into, you know, the financial or banking industry. You may have a nonprofit. You may have a minister. You may have a community advocate volunteer. We try to be diverse in our volunteer group. And that process is important because each of those individuals, people bring their experiences to the table and can help that nonprofit. Mm-hmm. We also learn a lot from the nonprofits themselves. We serve those nonprofits. And we want to make sure that our system supports what they do. We want it to be a partnership. And so that relationship is incredibly important. And part of my job is to get out and meet with nonprofits, our partners, and make sure, hey, is is Ben of the United Way, are they giving you what you need? Mm -hmm. Is it a a reciprocal relationship? Mm. And so part of my job is to make sure that's happening. I'll be doing that here over the next couple of months, start to get out to agencies, meet with those executives, Mm -hmm. and make sure that our partnership is beneficial on both ends, not just the financial end, but from yeah. a support standpoint. And and they come in, they've got, you know, the part of the requirement to be a part of the United Way agency, re, you know, recipient um, is that you come in and, and you give a presentation to uh, the org. I guess it's a board or a sort of a volunteer, a, a volunteer yeah. committee yep. that handles those specific agencies. And, and, and that's what's so cool because there's no cost associated with that um, aspect for, because the United Way has volunteers doing that. Yep. Our time, incredibly, David, has come to an end, and I told you it would go fast, and it sure did. did. David Brace, thank you so much for coming in. Board Chair, also City of Knoxville, the Director of the Public Works for Knoxville, Um, and he is waiting on a call from Mayor Rojero, who is in a delegation in Israel, so she's going to be handling some business with him. So we want to thank him so much for coming in, and we really appreciate your time. Okay. Thank you very much, Kevin. Thanks, Mortgage Invest. Absolutely. All right. We'll be right back after these messages. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. And welcome back into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. I'm your host. I'm with Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host. We want to thank you guys for spending this time with us. Definitely appreciate it. And you all by now know how the Housing Hour works. We have the show that comes on live for you on Saturdays from 3 to 4. And then we have the podcast that goes up on our website. So if you're listening to us live right now, maybe it's halftime at the Tennessee-Florida game. And uh, I don't know, hopefully that we're beating them. But if this is the live broadcast, as we recorded earlier in the week, that's just how things work. And then we're going to be broadcasting it out on iTunes and on the housinghour.com. Um, but our real thrust here for you in this show is to bring to you some information. That's what we always have done. We're trying to connect the dots. We're trying to be just really folks who can help provide and be a conduit 
from the people who are doing to the people that are giving. And this is where the United Way comes in. So right now, our next guest is Ben Landers. Ben is the president and CEO of the United Way of Greater Knoxville. I learned that he has been in that role for 23 years, I believe. Um, so, Ben, thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you, Kevin. Good yeah. to see you and Mark. Absolutely. Good to be with you. I was at the CEO Summit. That was one of the first things that we did. Ken brought in the CEOs from around um, the greater Knoxville area, did two of them. Really well done. Amazing, um, amazing uh, company that Scripps Network is. I, th- I think that's the official name. Um, and really just did a great job letting the CEOs who were in the room know what the mission is, you know, and then they did the tour, the whole thing. Um, first, before we get started, how did you choose or how did Ken come about here? Uh, Ken Lowe. Ken Lowe, the uh, Ken Lowe is, is the founder and CEO and chairman and president. He has every title right. at uh, Scripps Networks Interactive. And we our volunteers look years in advance mm. for a campaign chair. We have found, uh, Kevin, it's easier to recruit people for this very big community job if you get them to commit years in advance. So sure. he had a delegation of community leaders that uh, went to him several years ago and said, Ken, uh, you're a donor, you're philanthropic, you give money away, you care about your community, you live here, you have this fantastic company here, you need to take a turn mm. managing the largest workplace campaign in the region. Uh, and he said yes, mm. uh, amazingly. And then he came to the realization that uh, here it is 2017, <laughs> and oh my goodness, I have to um, recruit a number of people and mobilize and, and strategize and put a campaign product together mm-hmm. and get out there, and he's doing it. And it's a lot of people might think, well, you know, they have other people doing this and other people doing that, and that's true to some extent, but that whole CEO summit and also the kickoff at Mine and Mill, it was a, a great production. And it wasn't just flash. It, there was substance there. There yeah. was real substance. Yeah. Uh, Ken uh, has had the unique opportunity to go visit partner agencies. Mm-hmm. And you saw some of that in video. And uh, he actually did hold an eight-week-old child that mm-hmm. was uh, addicted to opiates. And I was there. I mm-hmm. was standing there behind the camera. And it was a... A real moment. Most of us don't get an opportunity to to see that, much less actually participate. One of the one of the the healing opportunities you have with drug addicted infants is rocking. So uh, Susanna's House, one of the agencies that we fund that receives United Way funding, actually has women volunteers that come rock these infants and help uh, soothe them and calm them down. And Ken got to play that role for a few minutes that day, and it was special and actually very quiet in the room when that was was going on. He'll never forget it, and we just happened to catch it on video. I remember during the kickoff when he spoke about that experience at Susanna's house – you know, he didn't get emotional, but I could, I could sense in his voice that it really touched him. And, you know, not everybody gets the opportunity to be in a position to do such good for a community. And then for him to be able to come full circle, he's been, he, like you mentioned, a donator, he's, he's mobilized his employees, but then to be in that chair, sitting there holding that child, it really came full circle, I think for him to say, this is what it's all about. You know, 
It, it, indeed, and I get to uh, I get to witness that from year mm. to year. Um, yeah. Several years ago, Pat Summit, the late great Pat Summit, mm. chaired the United Way campaign. She knew about us, but she didn't know all the daily details. And uh, Pat went and visited several partner agencies some years ago, and uh, really went through an actual transformation. She was mm. really moved, and from that point on, and this is not known by the public, but from that point on, all of her teams went and visited United Way agencies from that point on and that was almost 15 16 years ago and she did it very discreetly and quietly there was no fanfare there was no media but she took them on agency tours and said this is how uh, we address programs and services and needs in this region and people do have needs and you always uh, young lady vols uh, women that are in the top of their field the top Mm -hmm. of their game best athletes in the world at the time, and she said, uh, you should always give back. And so a number of them will tell you to this day that they carried that forward. It's a great story. Oh, that's so cool. Because <laughs> Pat Summit, you think of Pat, and um, she was a leader. She was also not just a leader, but she could be a follower if she had to be. Yeah. And you don't always, to be a good leader, you also have to be a good follower. Yeah. And I saw that in her and, and how she was able to really take on that, that chairperson role. And, and man, if I'm not mistaken, her, the giving that, that year, it, it increased significantly. You know, um, it did. And set up where we are today, to be, to be frank, it if did. you look at tra- the trajectory, it kind of started around that time. It did. Um, it was a, a, a wonderful opportunity to get to know her and mm-hmm. work with her. Um, Pat had a couple of sayings about our community. She used to say uh, that what we have here in this region, the quality of life that we have here, is not accidental. It mm. is deliberate. Mm. She would say, people, we work at it. We really care. We get give back. We get involved. It doesn't have to be all about the, the United Way. There are certainly other ways to give back, but people genuinely care and give back. Um, and she also said everybody can do a little something, mm-hmm. which uh, mm-hmm. we liked her. her rem- she gave us a locker room talk every now and then. That was always interesting. But uh, <laughs> she was the single largest individual donor from the University of Tennessee system statewide. Wow. And after she passed away in June of 16, uh, I was actually sitting at my desk and I opened some mail from mm-hmm. uh, her attorney. And it was a real moment, but I opened the letter and she left us some money in her will. And it was really choked me up because she was gone and Mm. she's still helping us. Remarkable, remarkable individual. I've got chill bumps running across me. Um, That's really amazing. And it's those type of people, the legacies that they left and the legacies that they not only left, but they lived out as they were. Um, Pat Summit is really I think a spokesperson to this day in my mind for what it is that Knoxville stands for. Um, And you can look back all the way to 1982 when we hosted, you know, the huge event of the world's fair and became the face of that um, Southeastern hospitality. And I think as we go forward, especially with, with Ken Lowe, we're not just talking about a regional um, person and Pat summit was worldwide too, but this, this movement that he is embarking on, for us is that it doesn't just touch our community. You know, you think about the University of Tennessee, for instance, and all of the individuals who will go out from that senior class and they will touch lives all across this country, all across this nation, all across this world. 
and all of them have been influenced by what it is that Knoxville offers. The Knoxville area, you just nailed it. It is just a, it's a special place. And I've been to many communities. I've lived in many communities. And and when I think about what it is that Knoxville offers and, and Ken does, did such a great job on the kickoff. And in our last segment, I do want to get more into your involvement as well, but I'm just sort of becoming nostalgic in the sense that Knoxville is such an incredible place to live, play, and also give back. Absolutely. Uh, we're, we're proud of that legacy and we work at it. Uh, it is special. I too have lived all over the United States mm-hmm. with my United Way career these many years and uh, decided to raise uh, two kids here that went all through the school system and UT. Mm. We even got a mortgage at one point from Mortgage Investors Group wow. a few years ago, and it all worked out. There you go. Mark, <laughs> really, they didn't know I was going to say that. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, we're grateful for that, no doubt. And I tell you what, I'm, I'm excited about the next um, four or five months because uh, you have a team of people that have really been put in place, I think, that are going to be successful, not just at whatever they do here, but whatever they do for the rest of their lives, because the United Way has some real teaching principles. And one of the number one principles is selflessness. And selflessness is really one of the best traits. And it's not, it's not necessarily a trait that is just God given, you know, unfortunately it is a trait that is sort of exudes out of and is given to you from the principles from the top down. So you've got Ken, you've got Ben, you've got David, and the rest of us are really benefiting from that selflessness that clearly exists. So when we get back from these messages, we're going to talk to Ben. Um, We sort of put the cart before the horse, but I like that because I think it works out that way. I want to talk to you a little bit about why you got involved. What sort of was your motivation in getting into the United Way? And we're going to do that right after these messages. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. Kevin Ray here with Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host. And we have also Ben Landers in studio with us, who is the CEO and president of the United Way of Greater Knoxville. Uh, have him in. We had David Brace in in the first uh, part of the show. He is the chair, um, the board chair. He does a lot of work also for Knoxville. We're going to have him on a future show. I think it'll be a great show to talk about the inner workings of uh, Knox County or Knoxville um, and what it is that he does in his role, um, handling a variety of things. He sort of does what a city manager might do. Um, in a lot of ways. And um, he just just a great guy. I really have enjoyed getting to know him. Um, and I tell you one thing, too, about the United Way of Greater Knoxville, people who you would know want to be involved. You have Dr. Jimmy Cheek. Of course, everybody knows him. Um, he's he's going to be the campaign chair next year. But then you also have a lot of people involved that are just, just a part of the board. They're the board of directors. You've got Shannon Harper with Harper Auto Square. You've got uh, Ted Heinig with AC Entertainment. I know Ted. Um, Andy Schaefer from Schaefer Insurance Agency. Uh, you have Bob Kessling, who is going to be on our show actually here in two weeks. Robin Wilhoyt. Everybody loves Robin. Um, and I really enjoyed when Dr. Jack Lacey and Robin were co-chairs. 
that was a really nice uh, kickoff that we had at Mortgage Investors Group because they did a great job together. And then, of course, Bob um, in his role the year prior to that. And then Amy did a fantastic job, and she personally came over to our office, did our kickoff, and she is the head of all of Regal. It's a big deal. She is definitely a national, if not international, figure. Um, and, you know, Ken, uh, bless him because he travels so much and he had, you know, for his uh, own sake to be able to do the most good for the campaign. Um, he had the CEO summits. That was, I guess his different his spin. He's not going to be, he's in Poland a lot of times, you know, they're launching, you know, the, the, the whole scripts Poland and he's got this whole merger thing he's dealing with. So he's a pretty big figure and he's got a lot of worker bees that are helping um, with what his vision is and your vision, um, Ben is definitely what I want to learn about because what we have today is a culmination of years of your vision of culminating what you saw, what you felt. Um, and you've been in this area for a long time. Just talk me through, um, going back 39 years because you've been literally, I guess, on the, the, the payroll, if you will, Mm -hmm. of the United way for 23, but then you had another 16 where you were volunteering. Talk to me about how you got involved. Well, I'm like so many of us, I'm, I'm a product of, of my parents' uh, efforts in community. I'm from a small middle Tennessee town, and my parents forced me to go to community events and Sunday school and to participate in all things civic and social. Mm-hmm. And I was kicking and screaming. And and all the while, I, I, I guess as a young man, I realized that it really did make a have an impact on me because I, I think giving back and community service is, is clearly a calling. And so I'm a graduate of Middle Tennessee State University, and um, I uh, I applied for a United Way job in Murfreesboro mm. 39 years ago. I had long hair and a beard, and I owned one suit and some hush puppy <laughs> shoes. I looked like a hippie, and much to my amazement, these folks hired me. Mm-hmm. And they said, what do you know about the United Way? And, I, of course, I told the truth. I said, nothing, mm. absolutely nothing, but I can learn. Mm. And they took a chance on a – very young man, and I learned the United Way from some great volunteers in a small community. And from there, had never been to a big city in my life, and I was single and thought I would activate a personnel file with the United Way of America, our National Trade Association, and said, I've had three successful years in Murfreesboro. I'd like to go anywhere. I wound up in Los Angeles, California. Wow. The third largest United Way in the world. And Your I, long hair fit in. It, 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 I had to cut that hair. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I was in Los Angeles learning big city fundraising and, and uh, realized that urban poverty was something that was uh, incredibly challenging and scary at United Way, and the, the government was trying very hard to make an impact in that community. Uh, got married in Los Angeles, moved to the United Way outside of Chicago, Illinois, in Elgin, Illinois, kind of out near O'Hare Airport out that way, and managed um, uh, the United Way there for a number of years. And then got an opportunity to go to the United Way of America, the national office in Washington, D.C., And I worked with executive placement and and some uh, individuals that were promoting United Way really as a career opportunity and enjoyed that work, traveled the nation um, and helping United Ways find executives and professional staff, then moved to Nashville. 
So I was a fundraiser in Nashville and enjoyed that work. And then my predecessor was a Mr. Wayne Murdoch, great man, now deceased, but did a great job here for many, many years. I'd known him all my career, and he announced his retirement, and I came here 23 years ago. So 39 years in six different United Ways. My wife said the other day, well, sport, it looks like it's going to be a career. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Well, you know, and everyone that I've spoken to that's affiliated with the United Way, it's, it's, it's sort of, um, intoxicating, if you will, to use that word, probably not the best word to use, but you get into the spirit of what it is that the United Way is doing. And I've been over to your offices several occasions, and it's just this spirit that has you just taken immediately from from the person you speak to when you walk through the door to the time that you get to where you're going, people are happy to be there. They're happy to be there because they're doing something that's going to be uh, help not just not just the community but guess what it also helps you you know and and i think that that's why it's it has this sort of this this trending spirit about it that just makes you want to be a part of it and when i came over met with david for the very first time it was just something that i said i want to do this and i'm sure when you were in los angeles you had your ups and downs but at the end of the day, the mission was the same, wasn't it? It, it is. It really is. Uh, United Ways are, are local autonomous groups. We are not chapters of mm-hmm. anything, and that's kind of different. There are many nonprofits that have a very excellent working model where it's kind of top-down. Mm-hmm. They get instructions from a national office. With the United Way system, it's the exact opposite. I don't exactly know why it's the exact mm-hmm. opposite, but it's the local affiliates telling a national trade association, we need you to do this for us. Mm. Now, the United Way Worldwide owns the name and the logo. Right. But my best analogy is uh, with McDonald's. Mm. If we think of the Golden Arches today, and we go buy a hamburger and fries today in Knoxville, Tennessee, and then you go to Los Angeles or Cleveland or or Las Vegas, uh, it's the same piece of meat and fries. With the United Way, the the logo, the Golden Arches, our name and logo is the same. The trademark, the brand is the same. However, the meat and potatoes is completely different because it's local citizens deciding what do we want to hang our hat on. Here's our GMO. Where do we need to focus community? Mm -hmm. And and as Pat Summit used to say, we work at it. We Mm -hmm. really, really work at it. You know, you, you guys, Mark and Kevin, you guys don't want to live in an unhealthy community. I don't. You right. don't want to raise right. children. You don't want to have lots of social ills. And we have our share. Right. But United Ways help communities step out uh, above some of those issues and try to solve problems. Mm-hmm. And here lately, uh, aside from band-aiding things, we've gone upstream to find the root causes. So mm-hmm. why are you homeless? Mm-hmm. I'm happy to report today that if you are hungry and homeless in Knoxville, Tennessee, we've got you covered. Mm-hmm. Thanks to you guys and many others and your money and mine, we've got you covered tonight. However, how long can we keep doing that? Mm-hmm. So United Ways, particularly Knoxville, it, we're looking for solutions upstream. Mm-hmm. So you're hungry and you're homeless. How did you get in this situation? Mm. And what can we do to help you become self-sufficient? Mm. When Ken Lowe and others and you as a United Way volunteer, when you take that message out there to the community, people like the way that sounds. The challenge is how in the world do you do it? Right. And so we're investing our money 
your money and, and ours, mine certainly, uh, in solutions. Mm-hmm. Agencies that can solve problems and get lasting results. And it's I'm happy to say it's it's working. We we feel pretty good. We we have come a long way in recent years because of very wise investments and helping agencies understand they're going to be held accountable. So you're getting this grant. You're going to have to respond with results. Yeah. Wow. That's a great, great synopsis of what you guys do. And I, I tell you what, I'm excited about the coming months. I, t- I said that earlier, and I truly mean it because I know that there's so much that is going to happen, and there's so many people that are going to f- learn for the first time how it is that they can get involved. And the video that we are going to have up on our website is a great, great sort of look at what the United Way does. And Ken and his team of editors over there put it together, and it's really well done. And I would highly recommend that you go check it out, look and see what it is that you can do. And if you're an employer or an employee, we'd love for you to reach out to us, and we can help you know how you can just give back and how you can plug in and our contact information is on the housinghour.com we'd love for you to be able to be a partner with us and, and be able to be the hands and feet and be able to do what we do and be a hand up to all of the folks that are out there in our community that has the need we can be that for them we can be that light for them so we'd love for you to participate and Mortgage Investors Group is grateful for the opportunity to do so. Ben, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you, Kevin. We'll see you next time right here on The Housing Hour. That's The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and why not you need to know, so come here to find out. Also, check us out at thehousinghour.com. This show is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.